Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. It's not an after-hours show, I don't think, but it's it's definitely a rant about the fakery, the lies, the upside-down history that people believe and the utter brainwash because I'm just getting really fed up with it just really fed up with it. And for people that don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for more than 30 years practicing. And I'm America's most trusted lawyer because I tell people the truth. And it turns out I'm America's most beloved lawyer. And I don't even know why that is. (laughs) But I am a self-certified master practitioner. And I've been that for almost 20 years. And I'm very, very proud of that award I gave myself. So let's go ahead and start the show so I can start pissing people off, blowing up their fairy tale that they love to believe. So I want to do a show because I'm starting to get frustrated again, and I go through these (laughs) cycles of dealing with people on social media, and they just... I don't like to mute people, but I think I'm going to just start muting a large number of people. Normally, I usually just either block people or engage, but there are just so many people, and I've just I've got so many tweets and so much material out there. These people who want to keep coming at me with this America Freedom Machine horseshit, it's just so stupid. It's so ridiculous. I, I just don't want it in my sort of burn circle of trust area. I just It just disturbs my countenance. (laughs) And I get it so often. People just cannot accept the level of the lies that we have been subjected to, the fundamental fraud that is our supposed history and is how our supposed system works and everything else. And it's, they haven't listened to my shows. If they had, they'd understand, but they haven't, and I get it. No one's going to go back and listen to all my damn shows. It's, that's a rare person. Those are people who really do want to understand. If they do, then they're there. It's more than 100 damn shows. It's free shit I just give to people. It took me decades and decades to sort out. <laughs> but still, I'll get people who like my show, and then they'll still come back and be like, oh, you're so negative. you got to give us a plan and all that. There's no fucking plan possible until we get some people who understand. We have to have more numbers. There is no plan. Even a so-called violent overthrow, even if you could organize and it was legal to talk about it, anything else, it wouldn't work. See, it wouldn't work because the people are not prepared for it. They would simply get infiltrated and tricked and pushed into another load of shit because you have to understand the fundamental way they manipulate and control you through this lie about government and supposed freedom and all this other stupid shit. Government's not going to produce freedom. It never does. How can it? You produce less freedom with government. That's all. That's all. Oh, well, you protect you against such and such. Okay, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Most governments pose a much bigger threat than they do to any kind of protection. But even under that concept, it's not more freedom, it's more security. See, it's not more freedom. Well, you have to be secure in order to be free. You know, they, they come up with all these things I just showed you. It's not more freedom, it's less freedom. Government does not produce freedom. It takes away freedom. That's it. And so to talk about government and freedom and all these stupid little liberty and justice and fucking stupid social contract, all these things are all just confused ideas. So I want to spend a little bit of time showing you that if you look at the history of this country, 
so-called, and you strip out all the absurd Barnum statements, which are just a statement that sounds like it means something very, very specific, but it doesn't mean anything actually specific. It only means something specific to you, and it means something totally different to someone else. And all these talks all the time about our country and freedom and our history and the founders and the forefathers and what they desired to do and how they did, those things are all Barnum statements. Most of them are total lies. Forget the fact that they're Barnum statements. They're complete lies. They have nothing to do with what you're taught. But the idea people have in their heads is what I'm trying to address now. Okay, So if you just look back and you say, all right, so when the people started coming here and there were already, this place was full of people <laughs> that were living here that had their own lifestyle. Well, we were just interlopers. We just came in and basically completely invaded the country, the, the, the landmass. And it's just ignored over and over as people talk about how the settlers and the founding fought. There weren't settlers, okay? They weren't settlers. They came here as invaders. If you just switch that word, if you if you... Don't let them control your mind with the language and you look at it. I'm not, I'm not here judging the individual people who came over. I don't know what they were doing. They have every, as much right to come over here as invaders and try to take the land as anyone does today to go to somebody else's home and invade their home and take it. Do, do you condone that? Do you call them a settler? <laughs> no, but this is my point. Is it's, it's all mind games. It's all mind games of shaping the narrative that we're the good guy, the innocent good guy, just like our bestest, best ally in the Mideast. They're always the innocent good guy. We're the innocent, bumbling, Columbo-style good guy. Just settlers coming over looking for a new life, a better life. Well, then how come people are up in arms about the people gushing across the border in the south invading people's homes. They're just looking for a new life. They're just settling. Why don't they just settle on the people's land who already own it, who are working? Why, they, why aren't they allowed to just come in and settle it? What if they came in and they were way better armed and they, and they were settling on the land <laughs> and just taking it? Would you call them settlers? No. See, it's all a deception. So you have these invaders. We are the remnants of invaders who came here and took over a land and killed just millions and millions of people and stole all their shit. That's who we are. That's what the country is actually based on. But if you look at the, even the, the stripped down absurd history, we're here. We're here for 150 or so years, kind of building up some people. But even at that point, at the time of the so-called revolution, okay, which was really just a land scam, the king cut off any further westward expansion past the Appalachians. That's it. That's what happened. That's what actually happened. I think it happened in the 1760s, like the mid-17, mid-late 1760s. I don't remember the exact dates, but that's basically when it happened. And from there forward, the rich people started fomenting all sorts of, we got to get off the king and you know, we got to move and act like T-tax this and T-tax that. It was all a land scam. They owned land out beyond to the west. They'd been, quote, given rights to this land. They'd never even seen nobody had ever seen. Ridiculous. That was completely occupied by other individuals who had a lifestyle out there. But the rich people in our so-called colonies, they wanted that land. 
<laughs> the whole thing was a land scam. There was all this free land if you could just go get it. If you had connections to the king, and if you could just cut the ties with the king once he cuts you off, well, then there was nobody. All it was was anybody could go out there and kill the people, could take the land. So it was. That's what it was all about. And so they started fomenting all this bullshit. And you're given this ridiculous story about the tea tax pushing people over the edge. Well, who knows if they were actually riling people up about that. They rile people up, up about everything. They get people to volunteer for every one of their fake-ass wars. They get people believing that 19 people flew planes into buildings that brought down steel frame buildings with fires that were not even remotely close to sufficient to bring down a steel building. And no other steel frame building like that's ever collapsed. But three collapsed in one day uh, in the United States. It's just, and people believe this story to this day. Why? Because they're taught it in school and every single year they commemorate it. Every single year, media and politicians, they come out and they promote this absurd story. And so people believe it. So don't tell me that people can't be convinced that some kind of tea tax, when the government had absolutely no control over mass majority of people. There was like no government control. Today, you gotta have a license to go fish. You have to have a license to drive. You have to have a license to do anything. You have to get a license to cut someone's hair. The absurd level of government control today is not the sort of remnant of a people who love freedom. This is a people who love slavery, who pretend to love freedom. And so whatever went on back then, it was a cooked up load of shit. It was a land scam. That's it. The king had cut it off. The people who thought they had claims out there and who bought other land from other people, they couldn't get out there to claim it. And they knew there was a limited amount of time because people were going to gush over and take that land. (laughs) And if they didn't go out there and take it themselves and pretend to own it, okay, then they're going to be shit out of luck. So at that time, even at the time of the Revolutionary War, you only had 3 million people spread out across 13 different colonies. 3 million people is nothing. (laughs) There's nothing. New York City has 10 or 11 million people packed into that one area. 3 million people, most of whom were women and slaves because half were women. And a large portion was slaves. And then you have children, tons of young children because so many people died young. And you had a few landowners who could vote. You had nothing. That's what this supposed, all these holy votes and representation, all this shit, is all based on this fantasy that if you look at it, you say, okay, well, really, it was nothing. We've got 330 million people in the country now. So fewer than 1% of the entire country was here at that time. And such a teeny tiny percent of them could ever vote and ever did vote in any of these rigged up phony baloney votes they had. So what kind of representation is it or was it? It was nothing. It was nothing at all. And what were they voting on? <laughs> they're voting on freedom. Okay, freedom. Sure, they're voting on freedom. They, they ushered in the Articles of Confederation after the war. Well, that was a very loose confederation with absolutely no control from the central government for all practical purposes. There was no centralized judiciary. There was no ability to tax. They had to ask the states for it. They had to ask them. (laughs) They had to get super majorities for almost everything, and they had to get unanimity for almost anything else. (laughs) Think about that. And each state, each state got their vote. So I think each state got one vote or two votes or something like that. It didn't matter. Each state got the same number of votes. So it didn't matter how many people were there. 
So it has nothing at all. It was absolutely so far from the insane system we have today that they tell us was the result of the Revolutionary War. It wasn't. That's not what the people wanted. The people wanted a very loose, decentralized, central kind of government-ish thing that could kind of provide some protection if they needed it, so they had a way to band together. They wanted to be left alone. But we're sold this fantasy idea that the Constitution was that, and the people wanted it. The entire history of the way the Constitution was written is a complete and total lie that you're given. It was all secret. It's no different than Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg and Warren Buffett going into a room pulling the curtains with no authority whatsoever and coming out and saying we have this fantastic system and then jamming it down our throats with a vote that was about as legitimate as the one we had in November. And then telling everybody that this is this fantastic freedom machine. That's the reality and people don't want to look into it. But I've gone over that multiple different times. I want to give you another perspective on some other things. So what did it mean, this westward expansion everybody's talking about? It's an invasion. It's just an invasion. And how was it accomplished? How was it come Through lies and trickery, through countless treaties that we broke, we lied about, we, we killed them. George Washington himself was known as the town destroyer because of all the different Indian villages he destroyed and the women and children he murdered. <laughs> People don't know that. Oh, honest fucking George can't tell a lie. He was a fucking murderer. He was a huge class-climbing, super-rich dude who married into money and then was crazy land-rich. <laughs> this is what he was. These are the realities. These are the realities. In fact, if we hadn't lied and cheated and murdered as we did as we moved across the thing, it never would have happened. And people say, well, that's just the way it was. Well, okay, that's the way it was. Then don't pretend that the history is this fantastic history of liberty. It's not. Be honest about it. Oh, well, you can't because it doesn't make any sense what the fairy tales were told. See, if when we first got here, if the Native Americans had treated us like we treated them, you couldn't have even gotten a foothold until probably the... I suspect the mid-19th century, when the weapons had advanced to the point where you had repeating rifles and all sorts of other stuff, at that point you could have possibly started an invasion force, but even then it would have taken a long time to take this country if they'd been fighting us. Okay, but they weren't. They were trusting. See, they didn't just drive us right off the beachhead. They could have just come up. They had the numbers, just driven all these settlements off, but they didn't. They allowed the people to come because they lived a very peaceful lifestyle. For the most part, they were very peaceful, and the history, of course, we're given about that is just complete lies. And so it's just total and complete lies. And anybody who can go and look at what they call alternative history and revisionist history can go find this out, but just think about it for yourself. If they hadn't been okay with us being here, they simply would have wiped out our food stores, engaged in serious war, killed all the women, and just driven all the stuff off. That's all. That's not what happened. They trusted, and they tried to trade and be reasonable. And we took advantage of all that. And then we just kept moving west. And each time we got into trouble, we reached a treaty with them. And they, and they trusted again. And they trusted again. And guess what? We broke it again. I think it's like 100, 150 treaties we broke. Think about that. Just going across the west, just, just lying and cheating and murdering and stealing. That's what we were doing. And it's taught as this incredible expansion. But my point about it is, is even further, which is that when today when people talk about the country and the freedoms and the tradition and the history, they act as though it is today. It's not. It's nothing like today. It was a little tiny strip of land with a, a very few people. <laughs> and most of the so-called country today was, was occupied by other people living their own lives, doing their own thing. They had been there for thousands of years. 
Nobody knows. You look at some of the uh, revisionist history of all the different crazy stuff they found as they moved west. It's all been buried and it's stuffed into the Smithsonian and all sorts of other ways, the way they hide and lie. It's just silly. So we just started moving out. We just started going out and taking these people's land, invading their land and killing them, taking their shit, lying to them, signing these treaties, and then murdering them and sneaking around. That's what we did. And I, I don't understand why people can't see that that's not a tradition like people talk about. The Great Westward Expansion and all the railroads and you taught this crazy way. It's okay. It, I, I get it if people want to say, well, that's the way it is. But the thing that never makes sense about it is that that's not the way it's taught. And if you're going to teach it, why have we stopped now? Why have we stopped now? Why is it no longer okay to simply go invade somebody else's house? Why? Why can't I just go take all of Ted Turner's land? Why can't I do that? He's a huge landowner. All these people buying all his farmland. Why don't I just go there and, quote, settle in all his shit? And when they come, we just kill all those people who come for it and just call ourselves settlers, expanding, and talk about freedom and liberty and individual rights. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, Legal Man? Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. Why can't I just go take all of Ted Turner's land? Why can't I do that? He's a huge landowner. All these people buying all his farmland. Why don't I just go there and, quote, settle in all his shit? And when they come, we just kill all those people who come for it and just call ourselves settlers, expanding, and talk about freedom and liberty and individual rights. See, none of it actually makes any sense. And before the massive westward expansion even occurred, it didn't really occur until after the Civil War. And look at the Civil War itself, the exact opposite of what you're told. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, they freed the slaves. Lincoln made it clear. He published in a paper a letter to clarify his position. Okay, that was the equivalent of posting on Twitter back then. And that's what he did. And he said if he could free the slaves, he would. If he could keep them all slaves, he would. If he could free some and keep other slaves, he would. His goal was to keep the union together. Well, how do you keep a voluntary union together with a war when half of it has voted to leave? <laughs> you can't. Does that mean you can't have a war to go free slaves? Of course you can. But then that's it. There's no longer any so-called liberty and freedom and independence and your vote's out the fucking window and everything else. That's all you see. You can't have them all. And that's the problem with all of the history that people are taught. It's all bullshit. It's taught by the victors and the people's brains are so incredibly brainwashed. So brainwashed. They don't want to give up this idea that we're freedom fighters for liberty and a shining light on the hill and all this other stupid crap. You look at all the ridiculous wars we were engaged in with Mexico. Same thing. It's a land war. 
<laughs> All of them are. It was a land scam. The entire country, the whole world was, once they found the so-called new world, it was just a bunch of uh, land grabbing by these rich people behind the scenes. The same people pushing the quote so-called great reset now. The same families and people and motivations and conspiracies that go on now uh, in order to try to lock everybody down in an electronic prison. That's what our country's history is moving west. That's what the entire country's history is. That's it. And so it's not that I pass judgment on what those people did. Go do it. Yeah, I'm not going to judge those people. That's what they want to do. Then go do it. But be honest about it. Be honest about it. And how much support would there be for our country? How much would you hear about the this and the that? You wouldn't hear anything about it if the truth was told. And the government's fucking us over again by bringing all these third world people in. Why? Because it's much easier to control population. Those people come from a place where they're even more oppressed by their government. <laughs> but it's always the same deal, see? The whole thing is just death by a thousand cuts. And in this country, the scam is to keep people believing that they live in the greatest, freest, blah, blah, blah. And that's what the history is and our founders and all this other stupid shit. <laughs> there was a huge division in the country, huge, over all of these things. And it's just wiped away, just wiped away. Okay? Running around, locked the whole damn country down over five or 600,000 so-called supposed corona fucking deaths, okay? which is a totally jacked up fake-ass number. But even if you just look at that, okay, so 1% of the population would be 3 million. <laughs> so we had one-sixth of 1% died. Okay, well, how is that possibly justifiable? How is that about liberty, freedom, your vote, or anything else? It's not. See, none of it is. None of it ever is. None of it ever makes any sense if you just stop and objectively look at it. None of it. <laughs> and, you know, I've spent show after show showing people this and breaking down the fact that these fundamental assumptions that people make, that's the problem. That's how they control people's mind with these Barnum statements about freedom and this and that. Every war we're involved with, World War I, nobody can still tell you what the hell it was about. Nobody can. <laughs> Think of all the tens of millions of people that get killed, maimed, wiped out, destroyed, entire lifestyles destroyed. It's the same kind of reset that this fake-ass virus pandemic scam thing is generating, and the people continue to support it. So don't tell me that you couldn't have fooled the people back then with these things. The people are easily fooled. They, they prove that every single day. They prove it every single day. And... Until people start understanding what governments actually do, which is control large groups of people with small groups of people through lies and deception, until you understand that, we're never going to get any change here. It's never going to get any change because any change that comes about will simply be instantaneously infiltrated and directed for the benefit of those people behind the scenes. Because they run all sorts of different... Uh, Nonlinear disinformation, which is just they, they support every single side. So whatever side happens to start coming into power in some form or fashion, they just they're already behind it and they just they just move on from there. It's no different than the scene in Braveheart when the rebellion breaks out and that's and that scuzzy guy who was I guess he had leprosy, something like that. I'm not that familiar with diseases, but I think he did. And the father's like, Oh, this is good. We will support the rebellion from our lands in the north. And we will oppose the rebellion from our lands in the South. <laughs> and that's the way they operate. They're deceitful liars. And until people understand that nobody in government is on your side, 
nobody promoting government is on your side. And all these people who run around pushing constitutional conservatism are not on your side. They may just be unbelievable dupes themselves in media. I have no clue. But anybody who's that incompetent, that fool, that stupid, has no right to be on the air persuading people. <laughs> people need to know that they are scammers. And they could just simply know and being, well, richly re rewarded. I could have a huge podcast if I push that stupid crap on people. Right? Because people hear it. They want to hear it. They love this positivity, this idea that they represent freedom and liberty through their government. <laughs> Nothing could be stupider than that phrase. Our government does not support, promote liberty and freedom. It doesn't. Oh, I always hear the bestest, best prison around argument, too. Well, name a better place. Name a better place. <laughs> if, you're in a, if you're in a fucking low security prison and you get a lot of outdoor time and someone comes up and says, this place is a prison. Well, bullshit. Look at that supermax over there. We could be like that. This is the greatest, freest prison ever created. <laughs> it's just as ridiculous. You need a license to cut somebody's fingernails and paint them. <laughs> People, wake up. <laughs> it's idiotic. They're empowered to take any amount they want from you and give it to anybody they care to. You're not free. You're not free. You're forced to use a, a form of exchange, so-called currency money. That's fake, that they print up and give themselves as much as they want. And then you have to pay interest on it. They don't tell me you're free. The only reason you think you're free is because you're making my point that you don't have the slightest fucking clue what you're talking about and you've never looked into it. Look, I believe the same fairy tale the first 35 years of my life. And then I got the internet and I sorted it out. That's why I have so little tolerance for the people today because they've had the internet for 20, 25 years. What the hell are they doing with their time? What are they doing with their time? They're just absorbing more and more and more propaganda and it's all because they refuse to face the facts. They've been fundamentally lied to and fooled. It's easier to fool a man than it is to convince a man that he's been fooled. It's just that simple. So... All right, that's it. That's my rant. I'm done. I've run out of time. I've probably run over to. I don't care at this point. I really don't give a shit. I want to thank the people who support my show with Patreon. I know. I know. Everybody bitches about it. I'm sorry. But I appreciate them. They put their money where their mouth is, and they allow someone like me who takes endless grief to be here. I've figured out a lot of stuff. If people want to hear it, great. They want to support this, great. The only chance we have, the only chance is to get more people to understand the actual problems. And it takes time. You have to feed it into them slowly. They have to hear it multiple times. That's why I appreciate people who support my show. I really do. So, if you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. I don't care. Like I said, I'm going to start my muting campaign because I'm just not going to listen to these idiots anymore. I'm just not going to. I've been there. I've done that. And... I don't know. Is there any similar? You can share my show. I've got tons of free shows out there. I've got tons of shows on my Patreon that don't go out in the public. But I've got enough material out in the public. People should be able to catch on. If they want to hear it, it's great. It just takes time to percolate through the system. Okay? It takes time to percolate. But I tell people the truth. It's truth they've probably never even heard. There's other people out there trying to tell truth as well. But I'm a lawyer with more than 30 years' experience. I have a very unique perspective. So... That's it. <sighs> uh, all right. Well, that's it. I'm going to wrap the show up there. You guys have been a great audience. I really appreciate you. And I hope everybody has a nice night or day wherever you are. 
Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. <laughs>